Its chief financial officer has resigned. Saying he wanted to spend more time with his family and go backpacking around the world. As the bank's new chief financial officer to take effect on... Uh, ...be retiring for personal reasons. Stress that the retirement is unrelated to the firm's financial condition or financial reporting. You're listening to the Ticker Podcast from IR Magazine. A roundup of this week's leading stories and industry comment from the world of investor relations. Hi, everyone. Last year, roughly one in four S&P 100 companies brought in a new chief financial officer. On today's program, Edelman's Deb Wasser explains the IRO's role in ensuring successful CFO transitions. For a CFO transition, you know, obviously an IRO would want to take the front line in managing that transition. And highlights from the latest IR Magazine webinar. If you're spending all of your time collecting information and uh, and trying to put it together, you're not going to have as much time to add insight, to add value to the C-suite and really get to the strategic elements of what your program uh, is all about. They call it the Google for Wall Street. We'll find out what a unique search engine can do for IR. And we'll show you a scientifically proven counterweight to the negative market reaction to news of corporate social irresponsibility. There is evidence that firms who have had prior positive CSR announcements do have less of a negative effect. The irresponsible announcement comes out later on. We just happen to have this data set where announcements happen on the same day. And so we show that there is another way. But first, here's a look at some of the stories we've been following. BNY Mellon's global head of IR, Valerie Hartel, will take over the job of Neary National Chair in 2017. She follows Feliz Cassell. Neary is currently searching for a new CEO and president after Jim Cudahy stepped down following this year's annual conference in June. Equity activism is set to take off in Australia, according to a research firm that tracks the subject. Activist Insight reports a set of converging factors make the Australian market ripe for activism. The report suggests that a conducive regulatory landscape is encouraging local activists to seek out foreign capital. The Arab world's dynamic IR landscape was in the spotlight last month. The Middle East Investor Relations Society's 8th annual conference in Dubai attracted a variety of financial professionals, and IR Magazine asked one delegate, Secretary General of the Arab Federation of Exchanges, Dr. Fadi Kalaf, for his take on the drivers of change. The best way for having uh, the good investor relation in our region uh, will be with this diversification uh, between the countries. I mean, you have some of our markets that are member of the MSCI Emerging Market Index, so they have more pressure to be more transparent, to more co- to communicate much more with international investors, with local investors, to have more exposure and to reply to uh, the demand coming from abroad. Other markets now are still in uh, development period, so uh, maybe they are aiming also 
to follow on this uh, track and we think as we are meeting together and presenting together all uh, new uh, procedures we are applying so even the other markets are learning from this process and they are trying to uh, to go with on a higher level with their rules and their way of uh, disclose uh, the information because they are also looking later to be a part of international indices and to attract international investors. The amount of time that investor relations officers get to spend on the strategic elements of their job are dwarfed by the amount of time that they have to I'll call it fighting fires. John Blaine is vice president of corporate and quantitative services at AlphaSense. Collecting information, seeking data, uh, responding to investor or analyst inquiries, handling projects from the C-suite, this takes up, just takes an inordinate amount of time. And uh, that's something that we've sought to address. AlphaSense is a smart search engine designed especially for the investment community. We first heard from John Blaine about a year ago, and you can check out episode 11 of the IR Magazine Asks podcast on SoundCloud for that. We get a progress update in the recent IR Magazine webinar on proactive IR. As viewers found out, the search technology is getting rave reviews from investor relations pros as well. Maureen Wolf is president of strategic communications advisory firm Sharon Merrill. She says it comes in especially handy during the quarterly earnings process. We use AlphaSense all the time for many different areas, but I thought I'd just go quickly through, um, you know, through the quarterly earnings process. We're coming up upon that now as October is already this weekend. And it's time to start preparing for earnings and all the competitive analysis that typically gets done at this time. And I'm sure many of you are um, need to put together an analysis of exactly what your management team said on the last call or on the prior, you know, year calls, you know, past four or five, six calls, depending on the situation. And also looking to see, you know, what are the analyst hot buttons? What are they looking for? So we find that um, the smart search functionality that AlphaSense has is it's so easy to put these kind of things together because it has the ability to search across all documents, you know, broker research, news, investor pre- your, your investor presentations, transcripts, the press release, and also SEC filings. And then you can also upload your own documents. For example, um, we would upload our the extensive Q&A documents that we put together every quarter. And this way, very quickly, um, using a word search, we can look for very specific information um, for a particular company as well as all of the peer companies. So, for example, um, we might be looking for, obviously, the area of guidance. Um, What did management say about guidance or what did management say about a particular product timing of when something would come out? We can do a search across all documents. And there are other tools, you know, that we use uh, as well, but we find that AlphaSense, because it goes across all of these different platforms and it's not you know, a silo, we're not just looking at transcripts or we're not just looking at analyst notes, it kind of searches everything all together, so we get a much more comprehensive 
um, you know, feedback, and as well as it takes us a lot less time to put these type of types of documents together. You can hear about all sorts of IR use cases on the webinar. Check it out at irmagazine.com. Click on events, then past events. When it comes to corporate social responsibility, it's perhaps intuitive that if a company builds up a reservoir of goodwill, then that established reputation can help mitigate market reaction to news of a corporate misstep. And academic research has indeed shown that to be so. Now comes a new study suggesting companies can achieve a similar effect simply with the same-day concurrent release of positive CSR news. Chris Graining is Assistant Professor of Marketing at Kent State University. Their claim was you have to do these things far in advance or beforehand, before the negative news comes out. We found that you can make an, have announcements on the same day to stop things. So, But you could say, like, all right, in case something goes wrong, we're going to donate money to a charity, for instance. Graining is quick to point out that a track record of social responsibility has plenty of benefits beyond simply providing a counterweight to bad CSR news. And he points out that the effect of same-day good CSR news is highly contingent on the type and quantity. You can find out just what those caveats mean in the fall edition of IR Magazine. Firms from Alphabet to Whirlpool named new CFOs this year. As an in-house IRO, Deb Wasser navigated three CFO changes. Now, as co-lead of Edelman's IR practice, she helps clients make the transition. Since I joined Edelman a year and a half ago, we do quite a bit of this work, and often we do get brought in um, for advice, because these can be quite challenging. Wasser and co-author Jeff Zilka have collected their thoughts in a concise report on how to manage and perhaps take advantage of the changeover. It is a common phenomenon to have to manage a executive change, and oftentimes in investor relations, we spend a lot of time talking about CEO changes. Um, so we thought it would be good to also put some thought on paper for CFO changes, since those can be different and be handled differently than CEOs. So I asked her for some do's and don'ts. We began with the press release. You know, you do see, surprisingly, companies who don't provide a detailed enough explanation for why a CFO has moved on. You'll see things like personal reasons or something like that, which frankly just leads the street to more confusion. And huh. so we would obviously advise a client um, and work with a company to try to figure out what a better way would be or to change the, the structure or the focus of the announcement in some way. Um, but, you know, the, the less said sometimes is not the better. Um, and this is probably one of those examples where you need to be transparent. Um, you know, obviously you have some situations where there's actually an adverse financial development um, and there's some sort of reporting issue or something like that. And in that case, again, being very transparent Transparent about what has occurred, what is um, happening, and what the course of action or remedies are is very important as well. Um, if we're talking more about a, um, you know, someone where there's a 
somebody from inside the company who's being elevated, the CFO is retiring, those are sort of easier ones to do. And then, then the IRO gets into a great situation where they're really hopefully having the opportunity to introduce that person to Wall Street over some period of time. And those are, those are obviously wonderful. Right. <laughs> That's not necessarily the norm. Um, you often sometimes see, and I went through one of these in my time, where a CFO had decided to retire um, and we were searching for a, um, a permanent CFO externally and internally. So there are internal candidates as well. And we did tell the street that in the press release, you know, hey, we've, we've looking for internal and external. We've hired a search firm. And we, you see that quite frequently as well. Um, obviously, that causes some uncertainty inside the company yeah. um, as people kind of wait to see if they get anointed. Um, but it also shows that there is some depth within the company. It shows that there's, you know, a team of people who run the financial functions um, that are being considered for the job. And I think that's a really important thing, too, to let um, the street know that, you know, this was never a one-man band, a one-woman band, and there's a team of people here who might actually be qualified for this job, and we are considering those candidates as well. So that's, so that's good. So, the, you know, so what the scenario is and how to handle the scenario obviously can really um, vary greatly, um, and sometimes it's obviously more plain vanilla than other times. Once your new finance chief is safely on board, they'll need proper IR care and feeding, as they ease into their new position. Wasser says the first 100 days can be an opportunity for a strong IRO to implement change. You know, the IRO really has had a seat at the table and has had a lot of insight into governance issues, practices, how the street views the strategy of the company. Um, And this is an opportunity to really raise the visibility and to really help the CFO understand what the investment community may have had issues with or concerns about um, in the past. And so, you know, it's sort of a fresh restart in a way that can be really helpful to an investor relations officer. Guidance practices, quiet periods, other things. So helping your CFO learn you know, through his finance team, her finance team, as well as through the other business units, et cetera. How do we manage our financial results? When do we get information? Then discussing how to handle things like guidance. So whether there should be any changes to quiet period, any external practices that we may want to change, it's really a great opportunity to the IRO to, to raise their hand and say, yeah, you know, we really, this, this isn't work that well. (laughs) We get numbers too late, or I'm not seeing things I need to see. This is a really good opportunity to raise your hand and try to help make it a better process than perhaps it might have been before. Um, The other thing that's interesting today is obviously the way that companies disclose information is changing dramatically. Um, It's not just an earnings press release and an um, an earnings call. There's a lot of different changes for the way companies are managing earnings calls from, you know, video conference calls to Q&A only conference calls, um, the way companies are distributing earnings releases and news to, you know, some companies aren't obviously putting out press releases. We're doing Twitter announcements. We're doing all kinds of, there's all kinds of really interesting innovations in the way that companies can report their financial results. Um, and having a new CFO might be an impetus to make some changes that you might have wanted to make as an investor relations officer that perhaps your former CFO wasn't as excited about or as interested in. And so we would definitely encourage um, encourage investor relations officers to think about whether this is a time to put forth some change. That's all for now. My thanks to Deb Wasser. 
You'll find her essential guide to managing CFO transitions at irmagazine.com. And thank you for listening. In Montreal, I'm Jeff Cassette. You've been listening to the Ticker Podcast from IR Magazine. For free access to all the latest global investor relations news and analysis, register at irmagazine.com or download the app. Citing personal reasons. (laughs) 